Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 as San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagel. I'm Jason Minix. Spurs continue the rodeo road trip tonight in lovely Sacramento. That oh. is where <laughs> Jeff McDonald from the San Antonio Express News is now and joining us on the Buyers Barricades guest line. So what do you do on a Thursday afternoon in Sacramento? Uh, it's lovely. It's lovely. It's great weather. It's great weather here. I, I only passed on the way to shoot around today from my hotel to the arena, the Golden One Center. I only passed like six bail bonds places. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Things are looking up. I tell you, I, I don't know what it is, uh, Jeff. Sacramento was never one of my favorite places to go. I don't know what it is about Sacramento. It's just one of those sleepy little towns. It's kind of, let's just get out of here. Yeah, San Antonio talking about sleepy little towns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're dangling a baseball team in, I know in, in, for us in San Antonio again. But uh, we know where that's going to go. Probably as about as well as the Spurs season has. Um, it, it's funny because it's the second half of the season, yet there's only 27 games left. Um, the way you described it in your article um, was, was, was perfect. But, you know, yesterday it chewed around. Is the, Today it chewed around there in Sacramento is there motivation for these players to finish stronger? What is that motivation? Yeah, I think everybody's probably got their own little bit of motivation, right? Like, um, I mean, we'll leave Victor out of it. Victor's Victor. He's self-motivated. But, um, you know, for each of these guys, there's there's a little bit of motivation to kind of show what you got, whether you're like a Devin Vassell or a Keldon Johnson or a guy who's been around and is playing a lot. You know, where do you fit next season? How, 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 you know, what, what can we expect from you next season? And when it's other guys kind of on the friends, like your Julian Champagne's or your um, Blake Wesley's, Malachi Branham's, like you got 27 games to, um, you know, give, give us some kind of positive vibe going into the offseason and, and give us a reason to, to really think that you're part of this, uh, the long term future of this team. I mean, all, all those guys I mentioned are under contract next season but how far beyond that do you fit into the Wimby project every game every minute every stretch of games kind of counts towards that so I think each guy on down the line has a reason to show management and the coaches um, that they belong here you know Jeff Devin Vassell said yesterday that Pop I guess had been working on some new plays and and unveiled them to the team what in the world do you think those are I don't know. I would. I'll be. I'll be interested to see too. I. I sometimes think that gets a little bit overblown. Like he's not reinventing the wheel, right? Like I don't think he came up with some crazy, like crazy action that's just going to take the world by storm. But I, I do think it's been a process all season long of learning how to play with Wendy. And I think earlier in the season, a lot of people, a lot of fans, even players, um, were were. Um, 
disappointed in how 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 um like it seems like the easiest thing in the world to get the seven foot three guy the ball near the basket and earlier in the season i think the spurs did not do a very good job of that I, i think they're still not perfect at it but i think they've gotten a lot better at it and finding him in places where he can get easy baskets and not have to work so hard for baskets i think they're getting better at that and i think that's that's been a lot of the focus offensively has been how to play with this this guy and i guess defensively as well it's the same kind of thing like all the rules go out the window. Like, like when you don't have a seven foot three shot blocker blocking everything behind you, you have to play that. If you're a guy guarding the perimeter, you have to play that guy differently. You have to differently than when you do have Victor behind you. But what I mean by that is you can let your guy go a little, not, you know, not Toro defense, but, but you can, you can jump off your guy. If he gets, if you're getting beat, switch to another guy and Victor will clean it up for you. And there was a lot of just, just earlier in the season, not really, um, maybe not understanding that, and I think maybe part of this break has been kind of understanding more how to play with Victor. I don't think Pop has like some kind of crazy Hoosiers play in the in the playbook that's going to, you know, take the world by storm. But yeah, I, I, I just I kind of heard that from Devin yesterday and thought, well, hell, why are they putting in new plays? It doesn't seem like they can run the ones that they have. Uh, let's not confuse them. Well, maybe that's them. why you put in new. Maybe that's why you put in new ones. Actually, it's the same old one. They, they just presented it as new. Maybe they'll get it that way. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff McDonald of the Express News joining us here on the Blitz. Um, there was a uh, a photo floating around the Internet that was taken at practice yesterday, like a PowerPoint that they put up with goals. And I feel like a lot of these really were intended for one person, Devin Bissell. Um Play with each other, accept your role, uh, uh, be responsible to your teammates, play for each other, be the best we can be, figure it out. Am I being too hard on Devin Vassell for him not seemingly realizing he's not the number one player, the number one option on this team? It's not his team, it's Wemby's? I, I saw that and I thought, like, did they just take this out of, like, the Judson Rockets field house or something? <laughs> like, it seems so... But uh, you know, Jim I don't Rackley know. Would I, be I, proud. <laughs> and he would be loudly proud about yes. it too. Um, you know, I don't know about that. I, I think, I think like like everyone else, they're just trying to figure that. Devin's just trying to figure this thing out. If you go back to earlier in the season, uh, you know, we go to Los Angeles tomorrow. The last time I was in Los Angeles, I guess it's for that Clippers game. I remember the pop pregame. His whole spiel on Devin was, "We're telling him he needs to be more selfish." We're trying to get him to, to to realize he can take shots and should take shots and should, um, you know, be a little bit of a a, a, a ball. Not he didn't use the word ball hog, but a ball hog. You know, and and so for Devin to hear that and then implement it, and then people say, "Why are you doing that?" Like it's it's a, it's always a fine line. They need Devin to be a scorer. Um, they they need that from him. He's their number two scorer right now. So they need need him to take and make shots. But yes, you also do have a guy that's better than you that, um, you know, needs the ball. That needs the ball. And it's, it's always a tough, it's when you're, when you're a guy in Devin's shoes, it's always a tough to know where the line is. Where am I being too passive and where am I deferring too much? And where am I, where should I defer? You know, what's the difference in that line? I think, and I think he's, like everyone else in this, he's trying to figure out how this all works. And I think, I think people forget about Devin. This is his first year to really be an everyday part of everything. Like he started off his rookie year. He's still playing on that team that DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay are here. And he's just sort of a guy that stands in the corner and shoot threes, shoots threes. And then 
um, you know, the next couple years, he's hurt half the year. Now, last year he started the year as a guy that was going to be get a lot of usage and get a lot of shots, but then he got hurt and was out for some so so much about half the season. So this is really his first year to really have this role. And on top of that, he's got to real figure out how to fit this role around Victor freaking Wimbanyama. It's a lot. It's a lot to ask for him. And we, I think we want these guys to get it right too quickly and to grow up too quickly. We to realize he's 23. He's only 20, only 23. He's been here a long time, but he's only 23. People complain about Sohan a lot this year. He's 20 years old, Like he's barely older than Victor. So it just, I, 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 I mean, I get how fans are and how media is, and it's not wrong all the time, but also we just forget how young these guys are and kind of expect them to get it um, more quickly than it's probably, probably is fair. Well, and you're right. You must be listening to this show a lot, Jeff. I don't know. I mean, we complain a little bit too, and 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 rightly so. Look, we're spoiled. You know, the right. Spurs fans are 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 spoiled, and you know, from a fan standpoint, I I get it. You want to see this team win. We went through the tanking of last year. We thought it would be better this year, and it wasn't. How, in in your view, watching this team, why do you think it is so difficult to get used to playing with a guy like Wimby? Um, I, I, it's kind of like what I said earlier. It's like everything you learned about basketball for your, you know, the first 23, 24, 25 years of your life. Now you have to relearn it. What, what used to be a good shot is now a bad shot. Cause you have Wimby. What used to be a bad pass is now a good pass. Cause you have Wimby. What used to be poor defense or, or, or um, you know, you, you not making the right rotation is now the right rotation because you have Wimby. And it's just it's a lot of muscle memory to unlearn, and then it's also a lot of these guys are young, like I mentioned. And let's face it, I mean I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. A lot of these guys aren't NBA ready right now. They're playing NBA minutes, but they're not. If this was a team that was going to, you know, be a playoff team or or competing for anything, these guys wouldn't be in the rotation. They'd be in the G League. So I, I think it's a combination of all that. I think when you, when the Spurs do get to the point where, okay, we're competing for playoffs now, like we're in it, like a lot of these guys won't be here. Or they won't be playing the minutes that they're playing. They'll be replaced by other people. Yeah, and I agree with that. Jeff McDonald of the Express News here. I, I just look at this team and I think, uh, you know, Wemby obviously has a high basketball IQ. I think Trey does as well, and he'll be a great point guard when we get a, a legit starting point guard in San Antonio. Everybody else, I, I just, you know, and I know they're young, and and it drives me nuts when I hear Pop say things like they've got to learn how to be pros. You know, they're they're not rookies. I mean, Devin's young, but he's on his second contract. Same with Keldon. I mean, at what point do we stop using their young as a legit excuse for why they're not playing well? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good point. I think what's fair to say is we all expected this to be better this year. Yeah, I think eleven to forty four. I don't think there's anybody involved with the team, any fan. And even even your most pessimistic fan, if you'd have told them eleven and forty four to start the year, I would have asked you, "Well, did Victor get hurt in November and he's out all year? Like, what happened?" Um, I think we all expected, "Hey, they won twenty two last year, and they're adding Victor Wimbanyama to basically the same group." Like, it's fair to expect them to win more than that. You know, maybe push thirty wins. I don't. I don't think it was realistic to think this was going to be an automatic playoff team or a forty win team or anything like that, I, I would thought that was a little too optimistic. But 
winning winning more than you won last year when you add the number one pick doesn't seem like it should be too high of a bar to clear. And now we're looking at a team that's probably going to set the record for worst season in Spurs history in the first season of the Victor Wimbanyama <laughs> era. And I think anyone re- involved in it, that's that that's just insane to say or think. Uh, it's crazy. So it's fair to think it should be better. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I think everybody thought it would be better. That's for sure. We can all agree on that. In, in your estimation, Jeff, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been covering the Spurs franchise for a long time. With a guy like Wimby, and I know you kind of touched on some of these guys won't be here, what kind of a mix would you like to see? A little, Some veterans brought in here to mix with some of these young guys. Is that the perfect scenario, the way you see it, or how do you see it? Like, I would be shocked if this summer isn't a summer to do something. And, like, yeah, maybe they don't I, – I, maybe they don't – maybe it's not an all-star. Maybe they trade for Trey Young. Maybe they don't trade for Trey Young. Maybe they can't make that work. But this is a summer to do something. Some, some kind of veteran help is coming. And if it's not a star, it's at least one or two guys that are NBA ready to help, maybe starter-level type players. I think this is the year to start building this up. You can't you can't be the youngest team in the NBA like multiple years in a row and expect to um you know continue to build. Like eventually eventually I I I I believe in the internal growth. I think that's very important. I think that's how teams like the best teams are going to rebuild. It's how Oklahoma City did it to an extent. I mean, they did trade for for their best player, SGA, but Everybody else, they've kind of built out around that. And so um, I do believe in internal growth and how important that is, but eventually you, you, you can't just add a couple rookies and expect this thing to advance the way that you want it to. So, yeah, you go look for a point guard, and maybe it's not an all-star point guard, but it's a guy that's solid and been here and knows how to uh, you know, play the position at an NBA level, and you go look for some 3 and D guys that can help you out there because those Spurs are – sorely lacking in that area. So if the Spurs just like I think I think fans are maybe worried Spurs are just gonna run it back kinda like they did this year. If they did that I would A be shocked and like who wants to come with me with the pitchforks down to the <laughs> Ross Bank Center we'll storm the place. Like I'm I'll I'll leave that charge with everybody. <laughs> but I don't think that's the plan. I think the plan is to like we're gonna get some guys this off season. And it might not be guys that you think, you know, move the needle in the way an all-star would, but I think there'll be guys that will help and will help should be guys that will help and will help progress this a little faster. I think they learned this year. I think if, if anything else, they, what they've learned from this year is some of the guys they were expecting to like some of the guys weren't, weren't, weren't in the position. They're not going to fill the roles that you thought maybe they would fill. Like I, I think Devin has had a great season, but maybe he's not your number two on a great on a great playoff team. Maybe he needs to be number three. Maybe Keldon needs to be a four or five. Maybe Sohan can do this, but not that. Like, they've learned a lot about themselves this year. I just it's all been kind of learning what they can't do rather than what they can do. And that's okay. That's knowledge that helps you. But now you know where the holes are, and you have to go out and fill them this offseason. It's going to be an interesting offseason. Jeff McDonald from the San Antonio Express News. You're in Sacramento and with the uh, time difference in a shoot-around, I, I don't know if this was brought up at all or even if you're aware when it broke in the San Antonio Express news. It mentioned you know, pitchforks to the Frost Bank Center because it might be time to burn that thing down anyway because 
The UT Board of Regents approved a plan today to lease or sell the Institute of Texan Culture property, which is where the, a lot of people think the new Spurs Arena, the Wemby Center, if you will, <laughs> is, is going to go. Any talk of that today at shoot-around? Oh, no, there was no talk of that. Like, the players don't have any kind of, any kind of sense of that. But I do, I do think it does seem to be, like, where this is headed. Like, they're not going to. They're not going to play in the in the. I was about to call it the AT and T Center. They're not going to play in the Frost Bank Center forever. Like that's a that's a that's a it's a building that's starting to get uh, obsolete, mm-hmm. outdated. It's one of the older ones in the league, to be honest, which seems crazy. Um, but I think downtown's where every arena is going now. Like Detroit has moved downtown. From uh, from back in the day, here we're in Sacramento. This used to be out by they used to play, and Arco is out by the airport. Like for the first fifteen years, I came to Sacramento. I never actually made it to Sacramento because you would just fly into the airport, which is kind of out on the outskirts of town, and the, and the arena was in between the airport and downtown. So I'd get as far as the arena and never ventured into downtown Sacramento. And then they opened the Golden One Center, and I guess it was twenty sixteen and. I got to come down here and uh, see all the bail bonds places. So it was really nice. <laughs> Lucky you. Lovely. But, the I, Chamber but, of Commerce is going to send down, you a down, gift basket. Downtown is where it's at for most of these things. Like it's, I always thought that traveling the country, going to different arenas and Spurs games in, in different arenas, where how, how cool it is to come out of your hotel and just walk down the street and there's bars and restaurants between here and the, and the arena, and people are already out there pre-gaming, and there's kind of a festive atmosphere. And then after the game, you're walking back, and there's, you know, it's still going on. There's people post-gaming, I guess you'd call it. And we just haven't had that in San Antonio since the uh, team left the Alamo Dome. And you know, there's a, I, I, I don't really, I don't want to get into like the politics of it. Like, should should the taxpayers fund this move or whatever? I just, I'm just saying, it's cool to have a downtown arena. And and our, and, and our it, tourists pay for it, so it's cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who needs it? Exactly. Well, um, we do. I guess uh, we do. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, it's exactly what it what it boils down to. Jeff McDonald of the San Antonio Express News King Spurs tonight. Appreciate you jumping on with us there in uh, Sacramento. I had nothing better to do. To we know. <laughs> we we realize. Yeah, we, we know where we are. <laughs> if you were in a cool spot, you would have well, said no, man. Next we, time. I was going to say, you also know where I am. Too. Yeah. 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 We're doing this today, not tomorrow when you're in LA exactly. for obvious reasons. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. Good stuff. That's Appreciate back you. Back to back tomorrow, man. You can, yeah, I, won't, I, won't, I won't have much LA time tomorrow. It's sad. It is sad. It is. It's a much better place in Sacramento. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> Palm trees in both places, though. So that's nice. There you go. There you go. Interesting. Yep. Jeff, always appreciate it, man. Hey, y'all take it easy. Appreciate it. Follow Jeff on Twitter at jmcdonald underscore S-A-E-N. Jeff McDonald, as all our guests do, on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.